Welcome, everybody, to 305 Heat Talk, where we talk about the latest news, rumors, and analysis on your Miami Heat. I'm your host, Andres Almanza, joined with Joseph Bermudez. Let's bring the heat. Guys, the Heat have won again. Uh, they're on a nice, I think, four-game winning streak, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, sir. Uh, the played uh, Orlando in Orlando, uh, won by five, 102-97. Now, this was a really close game. Um, if you take away Vooch and Ross, this is a blowout. Yeah. This is – those guys are just heat killers. Um, uh, it's just insane. No one on the team in Orlando scored <laughs> double gi- digits but them. But Vooch them was – yeah, Vooch was 38-10-6, and he made six threes. And then Ross was 31-5-3 with eight threes. <laughs> At one point, I saw they had – both of them combined had more points than the rest of the Orlando Magic team. Yeah, like the, <laughs> like it's it's those guys just love playing the Heat. I mean, it's it's insane. But uh, yeah, this isn't an Orlando podcast. Let's talk about the Heat. So Miami has won again. Um, they're playing great defensively. This team, all of a sudden now, just has found just has found you know the rhythm in de- on defense and knows now what to do. Everyone has stepped up their game on defense, and mm-hmm. you know, obviously Orlando isn't the greatest highest po- like you know offensive power team, but. Still, um, they're doing great. Offensively, I can see that they're, they're focusing so much more on defense that it's kind of slowing them down on offense a little bit. They're not, you know, at a faster pace. Right. But um, still, you know, they've D- – defense was always the biggest problem. Uh, that was a big problem for them in the beginning of the year, but also the turnovers. They right. turnovers have turnovers have completely gone down as the month as the from the beginning of the season till now. I mean, they're just comp- the numbers are going all the way down. Um, I want to talk to you about the game, Joseph, just because, uh, um, you know, obviously we got to talk about it. So, what's your opinions on the game, and uh, you know, well, look, what's going on with you? The game was once again it was an Orlando Magic game, so you know how those games go when it's against us, uh, tight, you know, to the wire type game. Um, something that you mentioned about the turnovers, and it's a stat that I'm I, I'm loving, you know, and. When the season started, we were averaging about 20 turnovers, 20 point something, you know, turnovers a game. And this month, we've averaged just 10. So, you know, yeah. that's extra possessions we're getting, which definitely help us in, in the scenario of rebounding. Since we're not a great rebounding team, you know, we need those Absolutely. extra possessions. We can't just give them the ball. And, you know, that that has helped us save energy and therefore our – intensity is just a lot greater yeah absolutely absolutely and um you know it's and it's always been defense has always been a priority for miami my uh you know defense for them has always been their number one thing it's always yeah it's always been priority for them uh so let's go down the list Um, i want to talk about a couple guys just because it looks like once again this is a jimmy game but i want to save him for last uh but i'm going to start off with kelly Kelly Oman, the last five games, he's averaging 14, 7, and 3. He's shooting 56% from the field and shooting 85% from the free throw line. And defensively, all of a sudden, he's just become an anchor on defense. I mean, obviously, Vooch scored, you know, 38 points, but he's 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 fighting, you know, and just playing so hard on defense and, and it's making such a big difference. And and it's crazy how much now we're going, we're running a lot of the offense through him, you know, seeing uh, you know, Kelly throw lobs to Jimmy, which I love seeing Jimmy catch lobs, mm-hmm. man. He, he he got some ups, man. He just just doesn't do it enough, but he, he can get up there. <laughs> but you know, Kelly playing playing great. Um, oops, sorry. 
Pelly's, Kelly's been playing great. You know, he, you know, 18 points, seven rebounds, four assists. He shot six of nine from the field and made three threes, uh, made three, three, um, three free throws. Um, you know, as much as Kelly, as much hate as Kelly gets, cause I know he could be frustrating sometimes. Um, he, he's still a good player and he makes, and uh, like I said, if he goes on the bench, that bench with him on the bench, he'd be great. But with Bam out, he's been doing such a great job. I don't think he's getting enough credit as it is of how good he's doing. Yeah. Um, and, and you can see Jimmy loves playing with Kelly. And I mean, and, and it shows. Um, but I think Kelly needs to get a lot of credit here. He's been doing great. What do, you, what do you think about how he's doing so far? Well, like you said, you know, you see the chemistry between him and Jimmy that obviously it's something that was created last year in the playoffs. You see it on the court. And uh, Kelly knew that once Bam went down, it was going to be, you know, a thing of a couple games, not an overnight. And he stepped up, you know. His defense also has gotten better. Yes, you know, like you said, Buicic did score quite a bit of points yesterday. But, look, he had three steals, two blocks. You know, if you if you watch the game, he's all over the court. So Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, I mean, and technically, I mean, Kelly is our only big man that can yeah. space the floor. I mean, he's... He's the only big man. You know, you can't rely on Chris Silva, who uh, surprised I mean, not a surprise, but he didn't play at all today. He didn't get any minutes. Um, neither did uh, – I mean, Precious only got two minutes. So, I mean, it It just definitely – I mean, I think it also just was the fact that, you know, Vooch technically was the only big man out there. Well, Ken Birch played, but they were going, you know, with Ross and all their guards out there. I think they wanted to play a lot faster. So, still, Kelly's, Kelly's our only big man that we can really rely on right now. And I think he's doing, doing exactly what he's supposed to. Um, another guy I want to talk about uh, who finally kind of had a comeback game was Tyler. Uh, Tyler needed this game. Um, it was overdue. Uh, we needed someone else uh, just because, you know, obviously Gorn with his, with his huge game against Chicago um, really struggled this game, uh, if I'm not mistaken. I think Gorn played 24 minutes, three points, four rebounds. I mean, he did have eight assists, yeah. you know. Obviously, he, he did great facilitating, but he was one for 11 from the field, and he only made one three. He was one of eight. So he he struggled there, but, I mean, that's where Hero comes in. Hero played 29 minutes, 22 points, eight rebounds, who, you know, I don't think he gets enough credit. He's a great rebounder, you know, for, for a, guy his a lot size. of people, you know, being – yeah, for a guy his size, you know, he's a great rebounder, you know. And uh, Tyler shot eight of 16, four threes uh, out of eight attempts and two free throws. And he got a block. Yeah. So, um, you know, Tyler needed this game. He definitely, you know, with – unfortunately, we don't have that consistent second guy right now with Bam out. I mean, you can say it's Kelly. Uh, but, you know, definitely without without Tyler, we probably don't win this game. And then Duncan also had a good game. You know, he actually played a lot of – Played 35 minutes this game, you know, 14 points, five rebounds and three assists, you know, five for 14 and made his four threes, you know, so a, a good game for mm-hmm. Duncan too. But, Ty, you know, we need that consistent second guy with Bam out. And it's kind of been – it's been Kelly, but, you know, Tyler needed this game to absolutely – he's been struggling so hard, uh, so bad lately. And, you know, he needs this game. What do you think about uh, Tyler's game? I'll tonight? tell you what. I mean uh, – I'll tell you what. I've noticed that – um. When Tyler sees that Drogic is having an off game, he he amps it up a little more. It, you know, he knows he has to try a little harder. And you saw that yeah. you saw that last night. You know, Drogic obviously didn't start the game shooting very well. And credit to Drogic, though, you know, he didn't let that determine how much he can affect the game. 
like you said, you know, he had yeah. eight assists. So he 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 was active. You know, he just wasn't his yeah, shot. Absolutely. And that's where, you know, Tyler Hero helps him out. You know, hey man, you're having a bad game. I got absolutely. you, bro. I got you. And yeah. those eight rebounds, and you know, man, that's um, yeah. amazing for a guy his size, bro. You know, that, that goes to show that ball finds energy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, and Tyler's, you know, he's he's had games like that where he gets you know, seven, eight, nine, ten rebounds. Yeah. He, he's done it before. So, I mean, something that I, I kind of want him to go back to, which he's, he hasn't really done last uh, – he hasn't done much this season. Um, you know, all through the, the, the playoffs, you know, in the finals run, he had added that really nice floater to his game. Yes. And he hasn't really done it much this season. I mean, he had a couple in this game. But, I mean, it's – you know, he'll get to the – he'll get to the, you know, to the center of – center of the court and he'll just float it up there and it goes in he has a gorgeous floater so i mean i don't know why he's kind of gone away from it a lot of times when he gets inside he's passing it out to the three and i and i I don't know if it's maybe he's just because you know he feels like he's off or you know he's trying to get other guys involved but he can make that floater you know him and goran have one of the you know some of the nicest floaters i've ever seen and they they can make it so i mean i hope you know i want tyler to not just because he's struggling not to give up Mm -hmm. a shot because he's such a good shooter and, you know, he, he has a great, you know, he does have a good inside game. He's good at finishing inside the rim. So, I mean, yeah, attack. you know, hopefully Tyler could keep, attack, yeah. So, I mean, man. hopefully Tyler could keep, you know, he can keep, he can finally get into rhythm and keep it going, you know. And then, like we said, you know, Duncan had a good game. Um, uh, one guy I want to talk about also, uh, KZ, you know, KZ definitely had some moments tonight, which was, uh, um, you know, he played 22 minutes, eight points, uh, four rebounds. Four of eight uh, from the field. He didn't make a three, though, but he had two blocks. And, um, you know, he did have that really nice play, that behind the back, you know, yeah. up and under, um, which is a gorgeous play, you know. And he also had, you know, a nice uh, breakaway dunk. So, you know, hopefully KZ can find some consistency. Um, I don't know what his role would be once Bam gets back. Um, I, I don't know if maybe he does get, you know, some playing time with the second unit. I, I just don't know. I still think – I still think that – they are trying to play him just so they can add some value to him um, because I just don't see where he fits in the rotation, you know, and then if he's just going to sit back there in the back of rotation, then we might as well just, you know, use it for someone else. Um, but what, what do you think of KZ's game? I tonight? mean, for him, great game. You know, he, his energy was up there. You saw it on the court. Obviously that's why he got those 22 minutes, which took, you know, precious and the uh, Silva's minutes away. Um, Cause you know, those those steals, those blocks, it amps up the defense. You know, especially yeah. coming from a guy that you don't expect it. You know, it, it gets – it can get your main guy going. They're like, hey, you know, we, we got to do this. So, you know, his minutes yeah. were definitely awesome minutes. He he earned every single minute he was on the court. He was trying. And if, if we don't get a trade out of him, you know, he really has to add that three-point shot consistently yeah because if he's gonna play alongside bam or you know even even kelly like you you want him to be able to spread the floor you can't have him yeah clogging up the paint with just trying to drive in or you know you need that shot from him yeah and i mean j- just to give him the benefit of the doubt i mean KZ didn't play last season in the summer in the g league um you know he got hurt and he really didn't yeah. get it they didn't play him and also he really didn't get a chance to really develop in the G League. And then obviously this season there is no G League for the for the Miami Heat. I mean, so I understand that he's having that issue. But, I mean, th- there's too many times in the court where he just looks lost. Mm-hmm. Like he just doesn't know where to stand, where, where to be, what what's the action. I mean, and tonight, I mean, he looked aggressive every time he had the ball. Um, 
but you know, hopefully it 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 adds a little bit confidence to his game. You know, I do I don't want to just get rid of KZ. I mean, we did th- trade three for second round picks for him. So I mean, obviously the Heat saw something in him. I just don't see it anymore. But you know, if this is a little game that you know uh, gives him some type of uh, some type of spark, then I'll take it absolutely. You know, if, um, I just in the long run, I don't know where he fits on this team once Bam gets back and his minutes get diminished. Um, but uh, hopefully, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if you want to add anything uh, about KZ before we go to the next guy. Uh, no, we're good. Let's move it on. All right. So let's just talk about the obvious. Jimmy Butler, man. Jimmy is carrying this team. You know, there was that question about who's more important on the team. Is it Jimmy or is it Bam? When Jimmy's out, I love Bam, but Bam isn't doing enough to get, get us the wins. Um, there's games where he just isn't aggressive enough. Jimmy's absolutely just taking over. Um, the, he's He is the most important player on this team. He's doing everything ever since he's been back. We've been better on defense. Um, you know, he's doing so much of the playmaking. He's averaging near triple-double numbers the last 10 games. Um, you know, this game, he was 29-7-9, and 10-7-17 from the field. He was 0-4 from the three, but, I mean, at least he's taking that shot, um, which I, I, I love to see him do. And then he was 9-10 from the free throw line. Um, Terrence Ross, who was cooking us all game, he was getting, uh, you know, he was cooking Tyler Hero. He was, you know, yeah, doing the same thing in Dragic. Butler, the last... I think four minutes guarded Terrence Ross and had him 0 for 4 on the, on the floor. So, I mean, he pretty much took him out of the game towards the end, which was key. So, um, I just want to say this. The last 10 games, Jimmy's averaging 25, 9, and 6. 2.6 steals a game, and he's shooting 51% from the floor. To me, he has to get some type of MVP consideration. Now, is he going to win it? Probably not because, uh, you know, a lot of people don't view Jimmy Butler that way as a you know top 10 player. To me, he's in the top 10. Um, ever since, you know, last season, uh, what he did in the playoffs, um, he is in the top 10 for me. You can argue top 15, whatever, that's fine. But to me, he is top 10. Um, and he, he has to get some type of MVP consideration. He's literally, it's called the most valuable player for a reason. He is the most valuable player on our team. He, without him, we do not win games. I mean, we struggle offensively. We struggle defensively. He's our anchor on both sides of the floor. Um, he's a leader on the court. And to me, he has to get some type of MVP considerations. I know a lot of people think that our finals run was a fluke and it just, you know, we got lucky and maybe that might be the case. You know, a lot of teams get lucky on the playoffs and the finals all the time. It happens, you know, it's part of the game, but to me, Jimmy has to get some type of consideration. I mean, he's just, he's so important to this team without him, we wouldn't be back in the fourth seed. And I mean, he, he just... He's doing everything. I mean, he he's done more than I ever expected of him when we got mm-hmm. him, because he's just you know I'm not saying he's LeBron, but he's doing LeBron's LeBron type stuff. I mean, Spo said it when we signed him. He when we when he had that press conference of his first day in Miami, that we feel like obviously he's not LeBron, but he can do LeBron type stuff, and you see it. I mean, he, he's doing everything. So. Joseph, what are your opinions on Jimmy the past couple, the past couple, actually, what, three weeks lately? Yeah. So what do you think of all this? Like, it's just how you said it, you know, MVP. Consideration is, is you just have to at least give it to the guy, man. He's dropping nearly a 30-point triple-double almost every game, you know. Yeah. It's, it, it's not yeah. there, but it, it's, you're off a rebound. You're off a point. You know, it's, yeah. it's right there. And it's crazy how so many people just don't, 
don't want to give him that acknowledgement of, you know, the guy is playing at an MVP level. The guy is carrying the team like a LeBron James would, like a Giannis yeah. Antetokounmpo would, yeah. you know? But they they just don't give him the credit. And I don't know. I, th- I think I, it fuels him to play better. I like it this way. Yeah, I mean, I, I to him, he's just, you know, he likes being the underdog. He yeah. likes being the one that's coming, you know, coming you know who's falling behind and trying to play catch up and he and he and he's just that's who he's been he's always been that way but I just think it's crazy how he gets here and he's just better than ever you know I just I'm so happy that Jimmy's on our team and you know I hope he retires as a heat um as a heat member which I think he will and you know um he's just he he's done so much more than I ever thought we would we would get from him so I'm uh I love JB. He's awesome, and I'm so happy that he's part on our team. And I know as long as he's on our team, our team is going to fight, and our team is going to play hard, and he's going to do whatever he can possibly to, to you know, to get us that championship. Oh, for sure. He ha- he has that Mamba mentality. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, you know, now to, to I want to talk a little bit of uh, rumors with you, um, real fast. So, obviously, you know, with the tread deadline coming up, things are starting to heat up. Um, there was that rumor going around that apparently, you know, the Miami Heat um, are talking with the San Antonio Spurs about LaMarcus Aldridge. Um, a lot of the talks about the Rudy Gay stuff has kind of cold, um, has kind of, you know, simmered down. Um, but the Aldridge stuff is starting to heat up a little bit. So apparently the Heat offered uh, Myers Leonard, Mo Harkless, and Avery Bradley, and they would consider also adding KZ and Chris Silva. Um, now to me, Obviously, as a Heat fan um, and one who would like to get LaMarcus Aldridge on our team, that'd be great because we don't lose any guys in the rotation. I mean, and you just swap out LaMarcus with KZ's minutes. So, I mean, it, it, to me, it pans out. Um, but to me, from a standpoint from San Antonio, it just doesn't – that trade just doesn't make sense. I mean, you're going to get you're gonna get a guy, KZ, who's a, um, a project right now. You got, um, you know, Avery Bradley, who's – Unfortunately, who's he? Who is a good player, but he's just injury, very injury prone this season. But he's a great player, uh, a great guy, a great defender. And then you know Myers Leonard, who's just not going to play for you this yeah. season. I mean, you're giving and Mo Harkless, who's just not even in the rotation. So um, that trade to me just doesn't make sense. Um, I know San Antonio is going to go younger. I mean, I don't. I know Pop gets his, his guys to play hard, and you know um, they do his best. They always play hard. I mean, any Pop team plays hard, but. That trade to me just doesn't make sense to me. Um, what's what's your opinion on that whole that whole scenario? Um, I honestly don't think that trade is gonna happen. Uh, just because of the type of organization. Alexa, stop timer. Oh, ready? Oh no, my bad. My bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, got, I had a, I had an alarm. <laughs> you're good. You're good. So um, I was saying that you know I don't think that trade is gonna happen just because of the type of organization that the Spurs are. I don't think. Uh, they would want a Myers Leonard with this drama coming in. You get me? That too, of course. So yeah. I, I just don't see that happening. You know, I have been hearing a lot that the Heat are gonna strongly pursue Aldridge if if the Heat gets bought out. But honestly, I think if the Heat added, let's say, you know, made a smaller package but added a nun, because how you said, you know, they want to go young. So like a KZ and and a nun, and then you know. Uh, salary, so you'd probably I don't I don't know who, who you would throw in, but you know, if they did something like that before the twenty fifth, 
I think we can get that trade done and not risk him going out on free agency where you have, you know, the Portland Trailblazers that would like to get him. And I'm sure he wouldn't mind going back home. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't see, I don't see a trade that works for San Antonio without us, you know, without them asking for like Duncan or Tyler or something like that. So, I mean, it's, it's just not going to happen. I mean, even if, and I mean, to me also, you know, it's, he can another another you know another team will offer you know a much better package than Miami can you know and it just to me that just that trade just doesn't make sense. I mean I I, I don't I just don't see that happening as much as I would love to see Lamarcus Aldridge here. I mean you, you would have to wish for the best outcome and just hope that all of a sudden KZ before the twenty fifth starts playing you know amazing basketball and it draws pops attention. <laughs> Like that that's that would be the only way I think this trade would happen, really. Yeah, and I mean you also like you said, you gotta consider the cap filler, which you know, the only guys really that match up salary wise, you know, you have Kelly, you have Myers, you have Iggy, but right now, um, you know, Kelly is too important right now on the on 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 the roster. And you know, so is uh so is Iggy, even though, you know, obviously he doesn't score much or anything, but his defensive presence and his leadership just makes a difference. Yeah. Um and I mean, uh, obviously, I can see none, but none right now. Even though he had a really bad game last night, I think he only had like eight, eight or nine points. Um, I kind of turned off my laptop, but um, uh, I think right now he's he's really important on the roster too. So I mean, uh, also, we just I, I just don't I don't I don't see any packages. I mean, I know another team is going to offer maybe another contender will offer a much better deal than we can. So I mean, unless you know. San Antonio's like, yeah, absolutely. We'll take those guys and we'll just have them sit in the back of the bench while, you know, the Marcus is balling for you guys. You know, one thing that I want to point out is that Pat Riley is pretty much the goat at creating a three-team deal. So, you know, I wouldn't be surprised. I've I've heard a lot that, you know, a couple of contenders are really eyeing Avery Bradley. So, you know, maybe maybe you can involve another team. He does have some value. Absolutely. I mean, Avery Bradley does have some value. I mean, even though he's hurt, he's a, like, like we said, I mean, he's a great defensive player. You know, he has a good little mid range and, you know, but I mean, he's there for his defense. Yeah. So that's a, uh, that's a, that, that's a good point that I didn't take. I didn't even think of that. But um, also one thing, other thing I want to talk about, which I kind of saw and I just completely ignored um, a rumor going around apparently about um, Goran Dragic possibly being traded to Toronto for Kyle Lowry. Mm-hmm. That's not happening. <laughs> that's not happening. Um, no, that's not happening. As much as Kyle Lowry, you know, Jimmy loves Kyle Lowry and likes playing with him. Yeah. You know, um, I, I just don't see that happening because Jimmy loves Goran. And that's his, like, that's like his best friend. I'm just, I'm just going to say, just I'm just going to say Jimmy did not uh, tell Drogic that he would physically hurt him if he didn't come back just to have him get traded. <laughs> absolutely i mean absolutely and i mean honestly i mean i know kyle Lowry. you know he's a good player i'm just not a kyle Lowry guy yeah uh, i'm not i'm not i'm not a fan of his really to be honest with you i mean he's a good shooting point guard i mean but i just don't like his crying and his constant flopping and it just it gets annoying to watch and i just can't and he's constant complaining to the refs every single time um you know i know he has his fans and i know a lot of people like kyle Lowry, but he can go somewhere else. I don't care. He might be an upgrade over Dragic now, obviously because of age and stuff. But I take my chances with another point guard. Um, I'm not. I'm not a big Kyle Lowry guy. 
Um, you know, even same thing. I remember when the rumor going around about Drew Holiday. Yeah. You know, I'm not the biggest Drew Holiday guy either. I mean, I think he's a. Uh, a lot of people said he's underrated. Um, I think he's just fine. I think he gets enough. You know, um, he gets enough recognition as it is. I mean, I just. I I never saw it with him either, and um, you know Milwaukee. Like for example, Milwaukee gave up what three first round picks, yeah. and you know a bunch of a bunch of their rotation guys. For and him. they've dropped and, down actually because last year they were leading they were leading the league with the record, and now they're what third in the league, second in the East. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know they're trying different things and they're trying different rotations, so they're trying to figure out everything. You know how to you know they're trying to figure out ways to get better. Um, but to me, like I said, like I'm just not the biggest Drew Holiday guy. I think he's a great defensive player, but and he's fine offensively, you know, and that, that's great. But I'm I'm not big on either of them. So I mean, I remember when Miami was interested in him, I was like, I'm not giving up a lot for him. Sorry, like he's just not worth it. Three first round picks and and a whole bunch of rotation guys for Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. I'd take that somewhere else. You know, I do that for you know, I would have done that for Chris Paul, even though he's older. But I mean, look what Chris Paul does with every team he goes to. Yeah. I mean, he turned OKC into a contender. He turned he's turned Phoenix into a contender, and you can see just Devin Booker developing now to if the star I, that he's supposed to. If be. I'm not mistaken, but, uh, Phoenix ahead. is leading the league right now. I think they're number one. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I I wouldn't be surprised with Chris Paul there. You know, yeah. so I mean, it's obviously Chris Paul's career. You know, he doesn't hasn't really been able to go that far. I mean, uh, but he's still a great point guard. He's still to me the maestro, and uh, I, I I love I love that guy. Um. So just to close up, so Miami now uh, they play Cleveland tomorrow. Um, they should win that game. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, they should win that game. Uh, we don't know if Bam is playing tomorrow yet. Uh, haven't gotten any word of it, but I mean, um, uh, a lot of people are complaining that Bam just needs to come back. Uh, he just needs to be healthy. The team right now is playing fine without him. Um, obviously, he eventually when he does get back. Um, it's just going to make it a lot better and a lot easier for Jimmy because as much as Jimmy is balling and he's doing everything he can, um, I don't want him to burn himself out. But surprisingly, he's been able to, to sustain this type of production for almost a month yeah. now, which is crazy. Um, he looks like he has his legs under him. Like, he just looks good. And this is all, you know, post-COVID, right. which is pretty crazy. So, um, Joseph, uh, you got any final thoughts on anything, man, that you want to talk about? Um, actually... You know, before we get off real quick, I wanted to mention a, a rumor that has kind of died down, but we might want to keep an eye out on it. And it's uh, the Houston Rockets. You know, they, they want to sell completely. They want to rebuild everything. Well, yeah, they've lost like 16 games in a row. Yeah, so, you know, I mean, you know, there's the P.J. Tucker, which uh, I don't know if I'd be too happy with. But if we can get Victor Lodipo a year earlier for not much, uh, I'll take that, man. Yeah, I mean, with me with PJ Tucker is obviously PJ Tucker's older, um, but to me, I just I would rather get a big. I mean, I get he's a good defensive player, and you know he's a good spot up uh, three point shooter, um, but I I personally would like a true four, mm-hmm. other than an undersized four, because he is short. I think he's only what six four, six five. I mean, he's 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 a he's a good player. I mean, but to me, he's past his prime. Um, I'd rather get someone else now. If we were to make a deal for with Houston, um, Oladipo wouldn't be bad. I just I, I I don't know where he is mentally because you know he did have that bad injury yeah. and then he's coming back from it and then um, he's been playing fine. I mean I, I I'm kind of over the um, the Oladipo hype to be honest with you, but I mean who knows? Maybe he gets here and then he's just excited and ready to ball and he's ready to do his thing. 
Uh, we really don't know what Houston is willing to sell him for. Um, but I personally would like to see maybe if we can, even though his contract is just ludicrous, is John Wall. Um, you know, that gives us a true point guard, a really good point guard. Um, I mean, I get his his injuries and his contract is insane. But at the end of the day, we got to look at this this free agency class has gone from one of the deepest in years to just a man. Yeah. So, um, you know, we got to make uh, – Jim, Jimmy's our guy, Bam's our guy. But I still think we need that third consistent option. Now, obviously, we don't know what Houston would want if they do decide to get rid of John Wall. I mean, we don't really have the picks for it. I mean, we could only give him a couple. I mean, we'd probably have to offer Tyler or Duncan. Um, you know, maybe none. You, you probably have to give up quite a bit. Right. But I think in the long run, John Wall and this system with our fitness program and, you know, every, just the way that we – our conditioning program, I think John Wall would definitely be – a huge upgrade at point guard, you know. Yeah. I think he just he just he's just so fast and athletic, and I think him in a winning culture. He's never been in a winning culture before. I mean, he did have a couple of years there with, with Washington with Bradley Beal, where they went to the playoffs and they did great. But I mean, him in Miami would just be deadly. I mean, especially with Jimmy and Bam, and he 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 would just be able to make so, Jimmy's job so much easier. Yeah, man, it's definitely it's definitely something to keep a lookout for the you know the next few days. Absolutely, absolutely. With Joseph, man, uh, it was great having you. Like always, uh, I guess we'll uh, get ready for tomorrow and uh, let's go Heat. Let's go win another yes, sir. one. sir. Let's go Heat. Oh, before we go, Joseph, where can they find you? My bad. Yeah. <laughs> where can they find you on social media? Find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, JoeyB0130. Sounds good, man. And I'm Andre Salmanza. You can find me on Facebook under my name, obviously. Um, Instagram at Rook136 Rook and Twitter. 136. Oh, Rook 136. Jesus, I can't talk. Uh, all right, man. Have a good yes, one, sir. and we'll pot tomorrow for the game. Yes, sir. Have a good one. Let's go, Let's heat. go heat.